welcome to Remix, your source for music reports, reviews, and remarks. I'm your host, Tyler Wheatley, and joining me today... Daily Wilhelm, again. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> the podcast queen for two weeks in a row. I can't believe it. The it's because I'm, I'm trying to take over this podcast, clearly. You're leaving soon, though. But I'm going to take it with me when I leave. Oh, you can have it. Thanks. Yep, <laughs> all yours. Well, it's... now it's not fun because I'm not stealing it. Oh, then all fisticuffs for it. Right, we all... gotta fight. Yeah. We gotta throw down. Exactly. We'll we... throw down in the podcast studio. It'll be recorded. Oh my gosh, because we we beefing. We be we be beefing. <laughs> ooh, beefing. ooh, just like Wendy's be beefing. So to start off, I have a nice little fun question for us. Can parody songs be taken just as seriously as like regular, normal mainstream music? I think they can be as good. Like, I think they can be, like, serious bops that are, like, super catchy. I think they're more catchy in ways because they're attached to other contexts. But I don't think that they can be like, oh, my gosh, this is the song I want to play at my wedding. Like, this is my anthem or anything like that. (laughs) That's true. That's fair. Um, A lot of that comes from, like, Weird Al. You know, he parodies tons of songs all the time. Uh, He doesn't as much anymore. I think he's just getting older and probably just doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, It's ever, man. Every time he does it, that song blows up Mm -hmm. because then people will listen to that song and the parody. His songs get huge. Their songs get huge. I feel like what happened a lot of time with his songs, too, is that I would listen to the parody before I'd listen to the actual song. Yeah. Like I was more aware of the parody than the actual song. Exactly. I wanted to listen to his version almost more than the original. Right. Because his were funny. And I was like, I want to listen to that. (laughs) So... Speaking of parody songs or just funny songs in general, Wendy's <laughs> dropping their mixtape, their their fire mixtape, fire grilled mixtape. It can't be the flame broiled though, because they're already talking smack about Burger King. Oh man! Um, yeah, they had some songs though, some very interesting take on the fast food industry. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I did. I it was, feel weird for liking it, though. It was actually kind of lit. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I'd seen some celebrities tweet about it and stuff saying, like, what is going on? Why is this actually fire? And why, I was like... Why does this actually work? And I was like, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, they're just playing along with it. No, it actually works. I was like, what in the hell is going on yeah. right now? I th- Going into it, I really thought it was going to be, like, one of those things where it's like, hello, fellow kids. I, too, know about the mixtapes. And it was going to be, like, really poorly written. Like Steve Buscemi in high school with the skateboard (laughs) and backwards hat. Hello, Hello. fellow children. (laughs) Yes. But it actually seemed like they kind of were just like, we have this idea for, like, a Wendy's mixtape. And they let, like, actual creative people, like, go with it and run with it. I think they did. Like, this is actually, like, the beat was really good for every song. Yeah. And the lyrics weren't actually that bad. Like, they were good, catchy lyrics. Yeah. And the whole time, they were literally just making fun of the fast food industry or, like, just throwing bows at all the other restaurants. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be, like... Like, it was kind of like that with the 4 for 4 song. It was like, you can get this, you can get that. I thought it was just going to be, like, reading off the menu. But all the songs previous to that, especially holding it down in Twitter fingers, (laughs) dang, is good. Also... I, my favorite part was that they called out McDonald's for their ice cream machine always being yes. broken. Oh, my God. I was like, they're actually talking mad smack to McDonald's right now. They did, like, mix it up. Like, they talked about, like, Burger King as well. But I think McDonald's and them have always had this, like, constant mm-hmm. going back and forth, like, dare I say it, beef towards wow. each other. Um, just because they're kind of the more 
prominent fast food places. Yeah. Like, no no one goes to Burger King as much anymore. It's yeah. McDonald's or Wendy's. Yeah. It's like McDonald's is the first choice. Wendy's is the second choice. Burger King is like, I'm out of ideas. Yeah. Burger <laughs> King is like, if I have nothing in my town for the next 10 miles, I'll go to Burger yeah. King, I guess. I personally love McDonald's way more. Or, yeah. or no, I'm just, uh, Wendy's way more. Totally misspoke. You said McDonald's and it got me on that. Uh, I yeah. like Wendy's way more. I think their burgers are better. Their nuggets are better. I don't like their fries as much. McDonald's fries are fire. Yeah. As long as they're fresh. But Wendy's always has their Frosties. Yeah, I feel less like a trash person when I eat at Wendy's versus right? like when I eat at McDonald's. Like, like I got McDonald's for dinner sounds like so much more shameful than like I had a salad at Wendy's. Yes, like if I go to Wendy's and I get a burger, people are like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's fine." Okay. You can go to like McDonald's and you get a burger, and you're like, "I have literally nothing else. Four dollars <laughs> to my name, and this is it." And this the ice is, cream I, machine was broke. And the ice cream machine was broke. I love their sweet tea, though. Yeah. McDonald's sweet tea is to die for. It's literally the worst thing you could probably get at all. It's just sugar. It, l- it is. And it's wonderful. Yeah. But you ask for light ice and you get more. So, hey. Yeah. <laughs> the loophole to the system. <laughs> um, but, like, th- in all seriousness, this was actually a pretty fire mixtape. It was a joke. They even said, like, we're stepping out of Twitter for this one to take it to you guys. And because that's like Wendy's predominant thing is they always have Twitter smack talk with customers, with people who go to other restaurants, with other companies in general. Like, that's a big thing, I guess. Like, okay, my question for that is, do you think that this was a good marketing ploy to get people to go to Wendy's or is this just a fun thing and people are just going to be like, haha, that was funny. It's not really going to influence my decision, though. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely talking about it. So it it did what the goal was to get people talking about it. But I don't know. I think kind of mm, for me, I think the best like kind of like viral marketing is when it happens accidentally. Like the weird meme that came up with uh, Wendy's about like Wendy was like this like yandere anime girl that was like super smug or whatever. Like that I think had staying power. Whereas this came out like was it a week ago or yeah, earlier something this like week? That. But I, I think it started to die down already. Yeah. It was it was big when it kind of came out because people were like, a restaurant dropped a mixtape. This has never yeah. been done before. So, like, them being the first two, that will be it, – it's smart on their move mm-hmm. uh, or, or on their part. Um, I'll be interested to see if other restaurants want to do the same thing. I know yeah. Wendy's has always been the more sarcastic kind of out there with social media and just presence in the actual world. Whereas, like, McDonald's is like, we know you're going to be fat and come to us. Like, come <laughs> eat. They don't need to, like, advertise at this point. No. It's just McDonald's. McDonald's could literally do nothing, and we're still going to go there They're shamefully and eat it. And they have food. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if other restaurants jump on this, though, it's kind of going to kill the meme. Like, the way that when restaurants or brands or whatever have you, like, post memes, and it's like, meme is dead. Don't yeah, use the meme like, anymore. Nope, that's going it anymore. You can't talk about that anymore. That mean it's now a normie meme and it's yep. gone. It's and gone. We can't do that. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean if if another restaurant wants to do it, it'll be kind of funny like a clapback. It'll be like a diss track thing and then it'll die off really fast. I don't think anyone will take it even remotely seriously because this was like people actually jumped on this and wanted to listen to it. Yeah. Whereas like if someone else does this, it's going to be like, "Oh, haha." 
yeah. you did that thing it's just too. Just because they kind of just dropped it and like it hadn't been done before. Like no yeah. one was like asking Wendy's for a mixtape. I don't know. Maybe there was someone that was like, "Wendy, where's your mixtape, girl?" Or whatever. I've, maybe I have no idea. I mean, I think it's just gonna kind of add to their their social media presence because they can just be like, "Well, what have you done?" Yeah. You didn't do it. We dropped a mixtape. Yeah. You, you... Wendy, Wendy can rap. Yeah. I love that it's like from the perspective of Wendy too. Yeah, like, it is because it's like a female voice the whole time. So they really try to keep that Wendy yeah. presence. And she like talks about like her red pigtails, and she's like uh, the first lady of fast food and all that. It was that was good. It, there was, was good. There was some good stuff about this. I like how Wendy is actually just like some little girl from way back in the day, though. And then yeah. like the owner just kind of made her. Like it was like his daughter or something, yeah, it's I think, his daughter. and just like made her like the representative like face of the company, and it's been taken really far yeah. over the years. Like it's Wendy, <laughs> it's just it's just a little girl. Like she lives, she's like alive still, like the original Wendy. Yeah, and there was the whole thing like her collar, like the Wendy's girl like icon collar. It looks like it says mom, and it's like oh that's such a nice tribute. Like it's a tribute to like her mom, and then the guy was like no it's not. We accidentally designed it that way, and it's like, dude, just go with it. <laughs> nope, uh-uh, no. You can't, you can't make me say the things that I don't want to say. It's, it's not my own words. I don't want that. Just go with it. I want to know if, like, the CEO approved of this or if this was just some, like, I mean, it had to because this came out, like, corporate yeah, I thing. Think there was an interview on, like, that, I forget what it's called, but, the, like, the show with, like, the guy that shouts and has a lot of props and he talks about the stock market. But it was an interview with the Wendy's CEO Alex and that Jones? guy. It sounds like no, an Alex Jones. No, it's thing. not Alex Jones. It's <laughs> I not... want it to be Alex Jones. No. I want it just to be big conspiracy theory. <laughs> just they're turning the frickin' frogs gay. Now the burgers have homosexuality. No, but it, it was, like, a conversation very heavily on, like, you know, social media marketing is so important these days. And you got to really get with the kids. Oh god, that makes me cringe so bad. The kids. <laughs> that just makes me that makes me like physically uncomfortable. That I mean that is like our generation is very social media heavy. Mm-hmm. So like we turn to that for a lot of things. And Wendy's was very smart. They did hop on that train and they've tweeted at people like their biggest thing was like some kid wanting he was like yo how many retweets do i have to get to get like a crap load of nuggets i don't think it was a lifetime supply but it was a lot it was a lot it was a number yeah and they were like 18 million retweets well all of a sudden he had like 3.3 million and passed ellen degeneres as the most retweeted tweet of all time because like everyone was like feed this child give him his nugs And, like, it happened. Like, he sent, like, a picture. It was just, like, garbage bags full of, like, nuggets. Oh, my gosh. That's Uh, amazing. I was like, what is going on? I feel bad for the restaurant that had to make all those nuggets. But at the same time, that is incredible. Yeah. That that does not happen. Yeah. It's, like, keeping up on the promise, too. It's not just, like, this many retweets and we'll do whatever. And it's, like... It, it's all the better when, like, that actually follows through, and then it becomes kind of, like, a social media legend. It is, yeah. That kid's a legend. Wendy's is, like, really well-known because of that, and then just other beef they've had with people, and then, like, people... Beef. My favorite is, never like, people... Never frozen beef. N- yeah, they, they never have frozen beef. It's always fresh. Like, their biggest one was just, like, some person was like, how do you keep your meat? And he was just oh like, God, have yes. you ever heard of a refrigerator? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the last tweet was, like, don't be mad at us just because you forgot what a refrigerator was. <laughs> it was one of the greatest, like, just, like, tweet chains ever because they were just like, have you forgotten how we keep meat cold? 
Have like you? In a freezer. No, no, honey. <laughs> hunty. Hunty. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just can't imagine, like, how does that, like, get approved? Like, because surely to, like, tweet such, like, kind of provocative things, you have to have some kind of approval. So, like, I wonder what that process is like. Like, their boss is just, like, really, like, on the way out. They're they're on retirement. They're just, like, just do it. Just tweet it. Yeah, he's like, just screw it, man. I don't even care. I think just, like... The social media departments for companies have gotten way more lax. Like, it's mm-hmm. probably people from our generation yeah. bringing up social media departments, and then they're just like, well, do it. It's funny. People are going to like that. So yeah. it's like, yeah, screw it. I, there's probably just like a team of people for Wendy's social media literally just sitting there, just like, what about this? And they're like, yeah, do that. Do it now. That's fine. I mean, people at Wendy's all the time. Like, yo, what should I get Sonic? And they're just like, why don't you fly over here and you can have real food? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. what This exchange. Oh, my God. That I mean, okay, final thoughts on that. We can we can move on from <laughs> Wendy's beef. Uh, it, it was good while it lasted. It's, it's probably not going to stay, yeah. though. Fresh beets, never frozen. And moving on to 30 Seconds to <laughs> Mars, uh, they dropped a song, One Track Mine, with ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky has kind of been, like, nowhere to be found. Yeah, where'd he go? He for was, a while. He was big, and then he was just kind of gone. Just nothing. He had he had and problems. Oh. And then nothing no more. He has nothing no it more. It was based on real life. Yeah. It was based on actual experience. That's what was happening. <laughs> I mean, he said he loved bad and that was his problem. Spoken. Those cause co- problems. Th- they do. That will, that will cause problems. It, but you're supposed to have 99 problems, but a b- ain't one. And he didn't listen. He had the 99 part. <laughs> and it was all the women. <laughs> and it was all. <laughs> I don't know how you get to that point in your life. I don't want to know how, and I don't want to reach there myself. It's supposed to be aspirational, though, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't want it. But he he's not the main part of this song. Yeah. They dropped their song, One Track Mind. Uh, thoughts? What did you eh. think of it? Eh? eh. Eh. Well, I'm biased because I come from, I think that 30 Seconds to Mars is kind of overrated. That's fair. I think it's a lot of their songs, including this one, sound the same as like the basic like, wow, Jared Leto has a voice that can do some melodies and there's some guitar and like floaty feelings and that's about it. Yeah. And also I just, I hate Jared Leto. I think that he's a creep. And he should be arrested, and he needs to stop congratulating himself for being a singer and an actor. Oh, my God. Wow. Strong words. I have feelings. You have big feelings <laughs> about this. Um, I thought his acting career was garbage. I think he needs to stop trying to direct music videos like movies because it's awkward. Yeah. It doesn't work. Um, a lot of their songs sound the same, though, including this one. And they even brought in a rapper, and it still sounds kind of the same. That's so surprising. I was like, when I saw that it was ASAP Rocky, I was like, this is going to sound really different. They're going on an entirely new kick, and they were really not. And they it, didn't. It just it felt like someone like homemade this. Like They were like, they took an ASAP Rocky track, and then they underlaid it under a 30 Seconds to Mars song, and it didn't work. <laughs> no, it didn't. It really didn't. Like... This just still sounded like a basic 30 Seconds to Mars song, and then ASAP Rocky's part was very minimal, mm-hmm. and his lyrics weren't really that like crazy. Like At one point, he was like, it takes you 30 seconds to get to Mars, and that's how long it takes to get to my heart. And then like 
weird weird transition (laughs) into more things. And I was like, I didn't know you rapped about love now. You should have just had Taylor Swift on this, and it would have had the same effect, apparently. Taylor Swift rapping, though. No. Yes. No? Yes. I refuse. I refuse to have that I want this to be more garbage than it already is. Okay, then we can have Taylor Swift rapping on it. <laughs> like, and that's we're fine. already here. We might as well get worse. <laughs> Let's just make it absolutely worse. Uh, Taylor Swift remixes it. Oh, my God. On top of it, with ASAP Rocky's part still in it, and wraps herself into it and as well. And it's in Russian. And, oh, my God. It's too far. It's gone too far. <laughs> There's layers. There's, I don't want to. We don't need an ogre. I don't want this many layers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the puns in the world uh yeah no this was a pretty basic song it felt just eh. yeah eh, eh. exactly there's really no way to describe this besides eh. this yeah. wasn't something i want to go back to and it didn't yeah. captivate me yeah i've i've forgotten what it sounds like i listened to it literally i think 15 minutes ago i've forgotten what it sounds like i listened to it like five times within the hour before we recorded this and i still don't remember it that it's has just, to say yeah. something. Yeah, it just all I'm thinking of is Kings and Queens, which they released like I was a child, like when they released <laughs> I was that. A child. Yeah, I if I'm going to listen to Thirty Seconds to Mars, I prefer their older songs. Yeah, I mean they're still just okay, but I would prefer yeah. their older songs. I felt like it just sounded better then, maybe yeah. because we didn't hear for the next ten years everything that sounded the same. Yeah, they just they haven't grown from like the first album. No, and at a certain point, like you don't need to completely revamp what you do and change everything that you do, but you have to try something else. Mm-hmm. You have to do something else. You can't sound the yeah. same forever. Now, if all of your fans have consistently stayed and they love that sound and you do it for the next 10 years and everybody stays and it still works and you sell albums like crazy, go for it. But that's not happening. That's not the case. It's not working. You can't just casually do that. Ah, it's, it's kind of like arrogant to be like, oh, well, all this, it sounds fine. It sounds fine. We don't need to change anything. And it's like, you should be aiming to be constantly evolving. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to stagnate, which is what they did. They just sound like early 2000s music. Yep. And we don't listen to that anymore. We don't, unless we want some nostalgia. And even then, you're not listening to 30 Seconds of Mars for nostalgia. No, I'm really not. I don't go back to them for my nostalgia. I really don't. Uh, Yeah, this song was just eh. But Panic at the Disco released a couple songs. Say Amen, Saturday Night, and F*** a Silver Lining. I love that they just straight up just had that in the title. Yeah, it's in it's in parentheses, F*** or Silver Lining, or all together. That, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it, they're supposed to just be like, you can call it Silver Lining, or you can call it what we called it. <laughs> you can be real about it. You can, you can be edgy, too. <laughs> That's, yeah, that feels very, like, now panic, where it's, like, you can be edgy, too, if you want. Like, join us on the dark side. Join us. Try to be edgy with us, too. (laughs) Try. You're not edgy. You can't do it. Yeah. You're not that edgy. Yeah. Thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I need to hear it. I love Panic at the Disco, but, mm, mm, I don't like the direction this album seems to be going. It feels very... Like, what I really like about Panic is that a lot of the songs kind of, like, tell stories that, like, you haven't really heard before. And that was a lot of, like, um, really evident in, like, 
uh, Fever, which was way back when, but yeah. then also in like uh, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. And then I feel like Bachelor did that too, Death of a Bachelor, but That's true. I wasn't as a big a fan as like the jazzy kind of like big band sound. Yeah, but they still but did it. Yeah, yeah, but that's just my personal feelings. But this one, I feel like it's trying to be too relatable. It's like really repetitive. Yeah, it was. Like, it almost seems uh, like new school kind of stuff. They tried to take an electronic vibe with it. Yeah. In a sense. I just really didn't like um, Amen Saturday Night, which whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah say Amen Saturday Night. Yeah, it was, it was the same chorus over and over. It was. And even the parts where it wasn't the chorus, where it was like him like kind of like setting up the song or whatever, it was just kind of like, eh... Eh, he did hit that high note though though. He did. He did that thing. That was that was especially with the music video. It was like when he was getting like kicked in the balls. Like that was fun. Ooh. But um Ooh. I wasn't the biggest fan of the music video because I feel like he's starting if Brendan Yuri were an animal, he'd be a peacock. And I feel like he's starting to get too preened with himself too too blown out yeah which is part of the appeal because he can totally be a diva and he's earned that because he is and he has such an amazing voice but i feel like i i was really excited when i saw like kind of the branding of this album where it's being like it's like a cult or whatever like pray for the wicked and like like with the like la devotee video like where it's like the Stranger Things kid, which leave that kid alone. Yeah. Leave Will alone. He's been through enough. He's a child. <laughs> um, Let him. He's he's seen enough. But like all the cult imagery and stuff, and like I love that song. But I feel like it's kind of veering away from that with like these two new songs. Yeah, they. I know there's been a lot of talk about kind of how that album was because people are like, well, there's some dark stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We don't know what what are they doing. What what is happening? What is going on, Brendan? Now? What are you doing, <laughs> Brendan? Stop it. Um, these songs were okay. Uh, say amen. Yeah, like you said, very repetitive. Maybe if you wanted to have. Uh, not so party party on a Saturday night. You could put this on. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of all my thoughts on that. Yeah. It sounded a lot like Hallelujah, which came out, and that was like one of the most forgettable songs of the last album as well. Welp. Welp. <laughs> that kind of says that about this. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's gonna be a song that I feel like not many people are probably just gonna keep going back to. There just wasn't enough oomph in the song there wasn't really any like substance there to like hold on to yeah. it was just kind of bland it was just really repetitive and not in like a good way some songs can be repetitive and you want to go back to it this was not one of them yeah um silver lining i kind of dig it yeah that was my favorite one of all of these like they're just like screw it screw it all like mm-hmm. no there's cherries on top Screw that. Lots of cherries. S- yeah, lots of cherries. Did you talk about cherries a lot? Talk about cherries a lot. Silver linings. Screw that. Get rid of it all. Yeah. Are they depressed now? Have they not been? Is punk always depressed? Could you consider this punk? Hmm. This that's is a punk. good question. This is kind of punk. Yeah. Panic is like a borderline like punk. Top forties punk. Yeah. Yeah. Not like pop that's, punk, but punk. That's what these songs kind of felt like. It felt like he was like formulating like this is going to go on the radio the same way that like miss jackson did or yeah. um yeah 
Yeah, this is definitely uh, a radio-esque uh, filtered in a way. If, if Silver Lining makes it to the radio, I'll be surprised. What's the clean version of that? Silver it's just lining. going to be like, eh, Silver Lining. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all it's going to be. I, I mean, they've done it before. They did it with No Limits with G-Eazy, and that song has hella cuss words back-to-back. And I was I like... I understand, like, making, like, safe versions of songs. And like, then trying to put them on the radio. I'm like, ah, I mean, I understand you can't say these things on radio frequencies, but... Eventually, it's just going to stop making sense. Yeah, it's like, like... what are they saying? Yeah, like, there's certain, like, clean versions of songs. I can understand. You want it to obviously have, like, a... Uh, dare I say it, family-friendly aspect to it. Because you want people to be able to listen to it. Yeah. You want someone to be in the car, and if they like that music, not make their mom uncomfortable. Yeah. It still will, because they're yeah. going to be like, you listen to that dirty music, and I can tell Ow. they're censoring it all. But I know what they were really saying. <laughs> I know what they're saying, Deborah. Uh, Deborah. <laughs> also, if you have a daughter named Deborah, I'm sorry. <laughs> called out. <laughs> yeah, get called out, Deborah. Um yeah, I mean, like that. I feel like "Silver Lining" can be remembered. That'll mm-hmm. be a that'll be a fun song. I did like this song. Um, I, again, I'm more in tune with older Panic yeah, than same. I am newer. Same. But they're not bad. Like I, I like Panic songs. Yeah. Most I've, of them that I've heard, I'm like, this is good. This is fine. Yeah. So uh, if they kind of continue with this, then okay. I'd rather them not take this kind of radioified top forty playlist. Like, I feel like that almost loses their creativity. They're trying to just push this censored version of themselves so they can make it big rather than, like, doing what they want. Which I don't think they have to worry about making it big. I mean, it's it's Panic. Yeah. It's always going to be relevant. Panic at the Disco is already big, and they have a cult following of their own people. Like they have a cult. The, the cult is already formed. It is, like, yeah, they don't have to worry about yeah. that. They're not they're not starting from the bottom and working their way up no. to try to make songs that maybe will get popular. They're going to be popular. Yeah. I mean, they should really feel free to like experiment and I think that that works regardless because it, like just looking in the past like pretty odd is so different from all their other sounds. But it was still a very successful album. Yeah. Like, they can do creative things without having to kind of almost shell themselves mm-hmm. in this in this one little petite area of popularity. Yeah. They've done creative stuff, and they've done some edgy things. Edgy. But, I, I don't know. Like, it was good, so I won't bash on it too much. I did like the song. Uh, Say Amen was just okay. So It was okay. Yeah. It was Com- okay. Compared to last week, we had a lot of controversy in some songs. Yeah. And this week's been been pretty tame. It's been pretty good. So it's been pretty good. We all sorts of variants all we across the spectrum. We don't have to talk about Drake anymore. Not yeah. Drake. Drake or Chris or Eminem Brown. or Chris or Brown. Yeah. We're moving up Yay. in the world. Maybe we get to talk about Wendy's. Yeah, we we're moving down in the world. <laughs> we get to talk about Wendy's. <laughs> Final thoughts over anything that we listened to this week, though. Um, I'm always gonna love. Panic at the Disco. I just want them to feel unlimited in what they can produce and explore. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? Be free. Feel free. Um, I <laughs> I hate to say it, but I enjoyed the Wendy's album. Yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty it was fantastic. How much radio silence can we have? <laughs> How long can this be quiet before they have to edit it out? Um, 
it was it was good. Tasty. Stop it. Well seasoned. Uh, I don't want it anymore. Uh, <laughs> Thirty right seconds now. to Mars can probably stop. Just They're done. I don't want Jared anymore. Jared Leto and uh, Panic at the Disco. They're they're fine. You know they're they're gonna be okay regardless yeah. of what they produce. They'll be all right. It's it's okay. Um, yeah. So we'll move on to some billboard charts. We'll talk we'll talk billboards. We'll talk billboards. top 100s, more importantly probably top 10s. Top 10s. Um nothing's moved anywhere. Spotify, oh. top 100 charts, it's all really the same. There there really isn't anything else. Um one quick update, Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky has moved up to number 9 on Spotify. Stop. It is there and I don't know why. Leave. It's also number nine on the regular top 100s. It's because people are listening to it, like, ironically. It's like, oh, my gosh. No, the entire UML is listening to it <laughs> no, after guys. 8 o'clock. Stop, guys. No, don't contribute to this. Yeah, there's real people listening to this after after hours. I, if I hear this song today because it's Friday, I'm going to lose my mind. It's going to get freaky? No. <laughs> you leave no, you leave my Fridays normal. Violence. You leave my Fridays very I normal. Want a normal Friday. I don't want a freaky Friday. Yeah, I want I a just, normal leave Friday. Can I have a normal leave Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Let's produce a song. Let's produce a diss track. Oh god. <laughs> normally Friday. N- normally it's normally Friday. Um Sad by XXXTentacion has moved up to seven and the middle by Zed has made it to six. So there's been a little yeah. bit, but um, nothing's really from changed. Zed for a minute, I feel like. Zed has kind of, uh, he's kind of hit and miss. He's done his stuff. He produces a lot of things for, um, like, productions. Yeah. Like, like TV series or movies. He's very big in, like, the film world. I know, like, um, National Geographic's had some of his stuff for trailers of shows. So go, go him. Good for him. Yeah, yeah he um, did the uh, one of the official songs. I think it was... It was last year, last year for the uh, League of Legends World Championships. Yeah, that's right. And that was a good song. The, uh, what was it, the championship series, whatever, yeah. uh, the LLCS or something like that. Uh, I think that's what it's called. LCS, yeah. Yeah, the League LCS. Championships or something. Yeah, World something like that. Championships, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't really have any thoughts on the Billboard charts. I don't know about you. Not really. Drake Stop is, listening. Drake is still number one and Freaky Friday made it to nine, so. Stop listening Chris Brown. That's my message about. <laughs> Don't do that Stop. anymore. Stop. So we'll move on to some recommended stuff. What do you got for me this week, Daily? All right. So this week, I'm going to recommend something local, and I'm also going to shamelessly plug Byte Features because Woo-hoo. that's I'm, I'm the editor of Byte's Features. So uh, we had an interview recently with Fort Wayne's uh, former vandal. Uh, he's So his name is... Uh, Oh, gosh, I'm going to... It's like Quinn Wentz, which I'm like, is that your real name? Because Wentz is like so Fall Out Boy inspired. <laughs> like, is that your real name, sir? But like, I was really surprised because I edited this whole feature. And then I finally, like while posting it, I went in to like actually listen to their music. And I was like, I have heard their music before. They produced this song, like a fan song for like one of the seasons of Teen Wolf, and it got like really, really popular within the community. And I think it might have been like one of those songs that like MTV plays between like the commercials or whatever. What? But really good stuff. It's like that kind of like 
uh, pop punk, like kind of near 21 Pilots, kind of near Fall Out Boy, but it's like really well produced and it, it just makes me be like, how can like things like this exist in Indiana without people knowing? I don't know. But highly recommend. They're on iTunes and Bandcamp and everything else. And my favorite song of theirs is Good Kid, which they have a really good music video for, too. And it's like, how haven't I heard of you guys? I mean, I have, but how did I not recognize you? That's crazy. Oh, my God. Local plugs. Look at that. Yeah. Go check them out. Uh, I'm going to recommend The Weeknd's newest album just like literally like just came out today. Oh, my God. And it is. I haven't heard of this. It is My Dear Melancholy. Ooh. I literally got on Ooh. Spotify this morning, and it was like, Weekend's new album, check it out. And I was like, go to, save. <laughs> save. <laughs> I was like, that's all mine. I love The Weeknd. I like every song I've heard by him, I've just enjoyed. I'm a bit of a fangirl for The Weeknd. Oh. Pray For Me from the Kendrick Lamar Black Panther Yo. soundtrack was like my favorite thing in the entire world, and it's still top ten. So, so. what does that say? He's doing stuff right. He is. He likes it. He really it. is. He, he, he does stuff well. Um, yeah, that's my recommendation. Um, any final thoughts today, Daily? Good music is good. But Check that out. doesn't mean Chris Brown's good. No, Chris <laughs> like Brown's Wendy's Brad. Wendy's is better than Chris Brown. That's where we're at at this point, guys. That's a statement and a half right there. Check out local artists, though. That's my that's yeah. my final wrap-up. Check out your local scenes. There's some good stuff. We have pretty good local music here, just even down in, like, India, like Hoosier Dome and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of pop-punk stuff. A little bit heavier, too, but a bunch of local bands. Good stuff. Be sure to check us out on ByteBSU.com. You can check out our lovely features that Daily's talking hey. about, uh, all of our podcast videos and whatnot. Follow us on all social media. Um, I would say follow us on Facebook. I don't know how long that'll be around. <laughs> Facebook is still going to live. Yeah, uh, but Twitter and Instagram, ByteBSU, all of our podcasts at Ball State Daily. I've been your host, Tyler Wheatley. Joining me today, Daily Wilhelm. Have a good one, guys.